Good morning and welcome to the December 8, 2023 regular meeting of the San Francisco Ethics Commission. Today's meeting is live cable cast on sfgov.org slash ethics live. For public comment, members of the public may attend in person or may participate by phone or the WebEx platform as explained in our agenda uh, document. Uh, Mr. Clerk, can you please explain how the remote public comment will be handled today? Public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Each member of the public will be allowed three minutes to speak. For those attending in person, opportunities to speak during the public comment period will be made available here in room 400 City Hall. For those attending remotely, public comment period can also be provided via phone call by the number 1415-655-0001, access code is 2663-881-5752, followed by the pound sign, and then press pound again to join as an attendee. When your item of interest comes up, press star three to raise your hand to be added to the public comment line. Public comment is also available via the WebEx client application. Use the WebEx link on the agenda to connect and press the raise hand button to be added to the public comment line. For detailed instructions about how to interact with the telephone system or WebEx client, please refer to the public comment section of the agenda document for this meeting. Public comment may also be submitted in writing and shall be shared with the commission after this meeting has concluded and will be included as part of the official meeting file. Written comments should be sent to ethics.commission at sfgov.org. Members of the public who attend commission meetings, including remote attendants, are also expected to behave responsibly and respectfully. During public comment, please address your comments to the commission as a whole and not to individual members. Persons who engage in name calling, shouting, interruptions, or other distracting behavior may be excluded from participation. Good morning and welcome to the December 8, 2023 regular meeting of the San Francisco Ethics Commission. Today's meeting is live cable cast on sfgov.org slash ethics live. For public comment, members of the public may attend in person or may participate by phone or the WebEx platform as explained in our agenda uh, document. Uh, Mr. Clerk, can you please explain how the remote public comment will be handled today? 
Public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Each member of the public will be allowed three minutes to speak. For those attending in person, opportunities to speak during the public comment period will be made available here in room 400 City Hall. For those attending remotely, public comment period can also be provided via phone. Call by the number 1-415-655-0001. Access code is 2663-881-5752 followed by the pound sign, and then press pound again to join as an attendee. When your item of interest comes up, press star three to raise your hand to be added to the public comment line. Public comment is also available via the WebEx client application. Use the WebEx link on the agenda to connect and press the raise hand button to be added to the public comment line. For detailed instructions about how to interact with the telephone system or WebEx client, please refer to the public comment section of the agenda document for this meeting. Public comment may also be submitted in writing and shall be shared with the commission after this meeting has concluded and will be included as part of the official meeting file. Written comments should be sent to ethics.commission at sfgov.org. Members of the public who attend commission meetings, including remote attendance, are also expected to behave responsibly and respectfully. During public comment, please address your comments to the commission as a whole and not to individual members. Persons who engage in name calling, shouting, interruptions, or other distracting behavior may be excluded from participation. Thank you. And now I call the meeting to order. Roll call, please. Commissioners, please verbally indicate your presence by saying aye after your name is called. Commissioner Finlev? Aye. Commissioner Flores Fang? Aye. Chair Lee? Present. Commissioner Salahi? Present. Commissioner Sai? Chair Lee, with four members present and accounted for, you have a quorum. Okay. I understand Commissioner Tsai is on his way. Let us go to agenda item number two, which is general public comment. Do we have any public comment uh, in the room? Good morning. My name is Ellen, E-L-L-E-N-L-E-E-Z-H-O-U. I would like to begin with I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Just for you to know, born and unborn, unvaccinated and vaccinated, we all under God. Thank you. I am here today to let you know I have been coming here at the commission for many years. I am the Ellen that I ran for mayor in 2018 and 2019. And you have been mentioned my name in many, many of the occasions in the past. Today, I took my time and come in person to let you know 
When I run for mayor campaign in 2019, I have no advisor, no manager, no campaigning team whatsoever that is paid. I run a campaign, it's all volunteer based. But you, this unethical group of people in here, non-American representative, continue to go after my volunteers. I am here to urge you to quit to stop your tyranny agenda targeting my volunteers. I ran a campaign in 2019. I report so much corruption to you, ethic department. You did nothing to investigate but turn around and targeted me and continue to harass me since 2019. You all remember my billboard was about human trafficking, drug trafficking, homeless issues, crime against the people in America. Yet, when I put up my billboard less than two days, it was draw a lot of attention. Many of the elected officials, the deep state politicians, put in by George Sharrow 21 agenda, agenda 21 into the office. Came out and have two news press release and calling me racist. How am I racist when I address issues in San Francisco that in 2023, that is the reality we see in San Francisco. Homeless are dying, crimes are rocking, business are leaving San Francisco. Our population is diminished. The good people have no place to hide but run. And the people coming in here draw the open border, the sanctuary city and sanctuary state. I am here to urge you, quit going after me. Thank you. And for your public information, I'm going to hand you my message in here for public information. I don't know who's going to take it because this is a public hearing. I'm here to express myself for your public record. So you will not spell my name wrong and you will not twist it around that I come here. Say something else. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Well. Good morning, uh, ethics. Uh, yes, we, it's understood, I think, that your hands are tight, I mean, uh, because they're all, uh, the government, generally speaking, everybody has his or her hands tied by the system that is uh, absolutely oppressive, obviously. I mean, we know that. Uh, what can you do as far as uh, for you being responsible for ethics is that, yeah, the question is, is it ethical? to let yourself being, you know, unable to act, that could be part of the ethics, I believe. Now, what can we do? I don't know. Last time I spoke to you is three months ago. Since then, I've been all around the place, you know, here talking to commissions for over 40 times, I think. So it's a slow process to try to make the uh, understanding of the situation. Uh, let's say, Take it, take responsibility for it, and step by step try to, uh, um, let's say, communicate um, that it is important to take responsibility for what we do. I do believe it's it's important for ourselves. Otherwise, we won't, we can't be happy with that. It's going to be a total failure for 
our life. So step by step, I don't know what you can do, but uh, I'm here to help, basically, everybody. I want everybody to be happy, that's all. I don't want anything else. Have a good day. Thank you. Um, I don't see anyone else in the room. Can you check the queue, please? Madam Chair, we have one caller in the queue. Hi, uh, good morning. Uh, my name is John Wadsworth. I'm a DPH, a healthcare worker at uh, Zuckerberg Central General Hospital. Also, um, many of you um, hopefully um, have uh, remember me, um, part of uh, SEIU 1021 uh, healthcare chapter membership representative. Um, I would like uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity uh, to speak uh, to the Ethics Commission. Um, I have been part of uh, discussions with the Ethics Commission's years past. I was part of the group that was brought in to, uh, to amend the whistleblower ordinances um, at, uh, years ago when we were having um, issues with retaliation against whistleblower call, uh, people, uh, people that were blowing the whistle on uh, different issues. And I would like to um, ask um, the Ethics Commission to please look into uh, the job losses for the DPH and uh, uh, workers that have been displaced by the COVID policies. Uh, nationwide, the military, the fire departments, the police departments, everybody is, is uh, circling back and uh, addressing the issue with these jobs. And um, I'm just uh, asking um, if you would please uh, speak to the powers that be and look at these job losses and consider all of the, all of the uh, sacrifices that these workers have made. Thank you. Thank you. Madam Chair, there are no more callers in the queue. Okay, public comment to item number two is closed. Now we go to agenda item number three, which is discussion and possible action regarding hearing on the merits in the matter of Paul Allen Taylor, case number 20-243, uh, 1920-031. Yesterday, the respondent, Mr. Taylor, served the Ethics Commission with his hearing brief in this case. Today, and on our agenda, item number four is a potential closed session item regarding employee appointment, the hiring of a new executive director for the Ethics Commission. The hearing on the merits in the matter of Paul Allen Taylor is important, and it is important that this hearing and the arguments of the parties be given enough time for consideration. In order to allow the Ethics Commission ample time to consider the arguments of Mr. Taylor in advance of the hearing and to ensure ample time for the pre 
pressing business of the closed session without limiting the length of the hearing in the Taylor matter. I would like to continue this uh, item number three to a future hearing date. I understand this may also allow a witness who the enforcement staff will be presenting to have the opportunity to present to appear in person rather than remotely with a potentially poor connection. But before I take action on the continuing agenda item number three, I want to open up uh, to public comment. Any public comment in the room? Good morning again. My name is Ellen, E-L-L-E-N-L-E-E-Z-H-O-U. I am that candidate, Ellen Lee Zhao for mayor in 2019, the item you just mentioned. And I spoke earlier today. Today I am here to ask you to end your investigation, endlessness with nowhere to go. You wanted to save the public money because I'm here to ask you to end the investigation to my volunteer, Paul Allen Taylor. Because if you continue to push, the lawsuit will be one million to five million against the Ethics Commission, City and County of San Francisco, and anybody individually liable for the lawsuit. I've explained it to you many times publicly. When I run for my campaign, I am by myself. I did everything under my name myself. I have no paid staff at all. No advisor, no manager, no consulting, not a zip. It's all volunteer. And I report every item according to Ethic Commission's instruction. I work with your staff, John. He was step by step instructed me to do how and what, and I report everything to you. Your communism agenda continue to violate my campaign right. Instead of going after the elected officials who are paid and bought into the office by the cabal deep state system, they came out and removed all my billboards. Within four days, I hang it out about human trafficking, drug trafficking, homelessness, and crime against the people in San Francisco. But you don't go, go after the election interference with the people who are already in City Hall. But you rather going after a person like me, that I am a Christian, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus. I believe in our nation, one nation under God. I put our message about ending crime against humanity in San Francisco. But you continue to go after conservative. So today I am here to ask you, all of you today, once and for all, end your investigation and no more from air. Those are BS. It's going to cost a lot of money for the taxpayers. You are here warned and foretold. I'm asking you to do your job. And you're supposed to end the slavery system in San Francisco. I am here to earnestly urge you, think about what you have done since 2019 to me. I am only a Christian who believes in God and gave you a message, stop crime against humanity in San Francisco. But yet, you're going after me since 2019. And today is December 8, 2023 already. You, your time has expired. Shame on you people. Stop that. Thank you. 
Any other speakers in the room? Uh, as a party to this case, I request the ability to make comment outside of public comment. Is your attorney? That, that's permissible, um, as long as the other party has an opportunity to comment if he's here. If he's not here, is it? You can, you can proceed. Okay. One, one second. Uh, Madam Chair, yeah. there's no callers in the queue. Okay. Please proceed. Thank you. Just briefly, want to comment on the process on this case. Uh, Ethics Commission staff throughout this case over the last two years has followed protocol, submitted document requests that the respondent did not respond to, submitted, uh, sent, served the respondent with several subpoenas over the last two years that he did not respond to. We served probable cause. He did not respond to that. We submitted motions to the pre-hearing commissioner, Commissioner Finlev, in accordance with deadlines set by this commission. The respondent did not do that. We complied with Commissioner Finlev's pre-hearing order. We submitted a hearing brief. The respondent did not do that. Uh, I would comment briefly. The chair did refer to the respondent's mailing as a hearing brief. I would disagree with that as it did not comply with, the, with Commissioner Finlev's order. It did not come based on the deadline. It was over page limit. It did not address substantive arguments. Further, I would no note that we notified the respondent of the deadlines on all of these issues repeatedly, got confirmation from him, but he did, still did not send anything. Briefly, again, moving on to the actual document itself he sent. A, I mentioned it doesn't comply with any of the orders in Commissioner Finlev's issued order. Uh, B, I would, it refuses to acknowledge the commission's jurisdiction or authority whatsoever. Uh, it advances something known across the country in courts, both federal and state level, as sovereign citizen theory. The sovereign citizen theory has been debunked by many courts across this country. Uh, if we have the opportunity, I will not do so now, but we are prepared today or at a later date to address this theory in whatever level of detail the Commission would like, although I don't wish to give it credence, I would like to address the Commission's jurisdiction and where that power stems from. Uh, we are prepared today to go on with the hearing, although I understand that since the continuance has already been noticed and the respondent is not here, that may still be inappropriate. Uh, the hearing on the merits is the way prescribed by the Charter for reaching some sort of order when a settlement is not possible. A settlement is not possible in this case. We have offered one several times. The respondent has refused to engage with those offers. The respondent does have an avenue for appeal through the court system to any order issued by this commission. That appeal can include challenges to the commission's jurisdiction, but the commission cannot issue an order until there is a hearing on the merits, so there is nothing to appeal at this time. Finally, I would note that after a hearing is held, the Commission does have 45 days to analyze all evidence submitted, both paper evidence and evidence at the hearing, so there, it would be possible to have the hearing today and still have time to review the documents sent in. Uh, and I just hope that the Commission takes seriously the fact that lending credence to the respondent's tactics uh, Encourage, potentially encourages other subjects of investigations to delay and obstruct as much as possible. Uh, with that, thank you. Okay, thank you for those comments. Agenda item number three is continued to a future hearing date. Once the new hearing date is determined, enforcement staff shall re-notify Mr. Taylor <clears throat> of the hearing date pursuant to this commission's enforcement regulations. Now let us go to agenda item number four. <clears throat> which is 
proposed closed session item. Uh, today's agenda includes the proposed closed session item under item number four for public employee employment hiring of executive director. Uh, this item has been scheduled for the commission's discussion and possible action. Uh, let us uh, entertain if there's any members of the public who wish to comment on this item. Again, my name is Ellen, E-L-L-E-N-L-E-E-Z-H-O-U. I have been a public worker for public health for more than 15 years. I was a public servant. I have been coming here to voice out my concerns about unethical practice by ethical staff and commissioners. I am opposed for anybody who from this day on to be hired by the city of San Francisco unless that you rehire all the unvaccinated workers that it was fired in 2022 last year. As you know, Christians and Catholics are called lights. We are light beings because we believe in God. 1,168 Christians and Catholics filed the exemption paperwork, turn it into DHR. And in return, they fire all of us 1,168 people. Now, August 2023, they lift the mandate vax requirement, yet they refuse to rehire all the unvaccinated workers. I am one of the 1,168 Christians and Catholics. I firmly held my belief this nation is under God and one nation under God, and I believe that Jesus is my personal savior. No matter what you do in here, the unethical department, you publicly discriminate all unvaccinated workers. If you continue this process to hire this new person, from this day on, we will launch another lawsuit against illegal government practice. Our nation is found by biblical principles. We believe in equality. We believe in justice for all. But for you to hire another director, but not hire all the unvaccinated worker back, you're talking about 1,168 families. That's hypocrite. That's illegal. That is lawless. I do not have to be attorney. I don't have to be an ethical staff like you sitting up there. It's common sense. Nobody in America should be discriminated just because they are unvaccinated. Yet, 1,168 Christians and Catholics being terminated, wrongfully terminated. Thank God, we have 11 lawsuits in the federal and six lawsuits in the state level. We are not going to be silent. So if you proceed this one, go ahead and hire the director of ethics commission. We will launch another lawsuit for discriminated. Consider this as a public delivery to you. Thank you, commenter. Thank Your you. Time has expired. Um, any other callers in the room? Was it uh, what? So it doesn't matter what I'm talking about, I guess, because yes, something I said in the past. 
uh, is yes, absolutely, it is not allowed to ask anybody to inject anything in his or her body. It is not allowed by the skies. That's it. Thank you. Do we have any other callers in the queue? Madam Chair, we do have a, a remote public commenter. Yes, hi. Good morning again. Um, my name is John Wadsworth. I'm a healthcare worker at San Francisco General Hospital, also a representative of SEIU 1021 San Francisco chapter. Um, I was part of the negotiations uh, during the um, formulation of the COVID mandates and policies, um, was advocating for the once-week testing um, and the N95s to be uh, given um, uh, uh, to the workers. Um, I also am uh, calling in to ask that you please uh, consider um, bringing back uh, these healthcare workers that were displaced um, uh, post-COVID. Um, please uh, take a look at what's happening across our country and, and ask yourself, you know, do you want San Francisco to um, be at the, at the, to lead with, with uh, um, these type of practices or do you want them to be remembered for the city that took away over a thousand jobs from persons that that would have families over uh, a vaccination and pandemic that has passed. Please consider bringing these persons back. Thank you. Thank you. Madam Chair, we don't know further callers. Okay, public comment is closed. We will now proceed to a vote under item 4, <clears throat> 4B on whether to meet in closed session under California Government Code Section 54957B1 and Administrative Code Section 67.10B to discuss public employee appointment and hiring of the Executive Director. Do I hear a motion on this? Second. Second. So, motion has been made by Commissioner Finlev and seconded by Commissioner Flores Fang. Let us take a roll call, please. A motion has been made and seconded to proceed into closed session. I will now call the roll. Commissioner Finlev. Aye. Commissioner Flores Fang. Aye. Chair Lee. Aye. Commissioner Salahi. <clears throat> Aye. Commissioner Sai. Aye. Chair Lee, you have five votes in the affirmative. The motion has passed unanimously. Okay, thank you. And we will now move into closed session. And for our uh, members of the public who are viewing online, uh, the on-screen notice will be stating the commission is meeting in closed session and will remain on for the duration of our closed session. The audio and visuals will resume live once we reconvene in open session. Thank you for your cooperation.
We are now back in public session, and I want to thank members of the public for your patience and continued engagement. And now uh, we are going to resume our open session meeting. Uh, if I could entertain a motion, whether or not to disclose any action taken in closed session. I move to not disclose what was discussed in closed session. On the motion to not disclose closed session deliberations, I will now call the roll. Commissioner Finlev? Aye. Commissioner Flores Feng? Aye. Chair Lee? Aye. Commissioner Salahi? Aye. Commissioner Sai? With full four votes in the affirmative, the motion is passed unanimously. Let's go to consent calendar, which is. Um, Agenda item number five, draft minutes of the Ethics Commission, October 13, 2023, regular meeting, which was continued from our November meeting. Item six, acting executive director's report, also continued from the November meeting. Uh, item seven, fiscal year 2023-24 budget uh, update. Item eight, draft minutes of the Ethics Commission, uh, November 9, 2023, regular meeting. And number nine, Ethics Commission, regular meeting scheduled for the new calendar year 2024. Uh, 10, acting executive director's report for December. And uh, 11, director of enforcement uh, report highlighting enforcement division operations. 12, proposed stipulation, decision, and order in the matter of Christian Kitchen, SFEC complaint number 2223-527. Um, Commissioner, do you want to remove any items from this consent calendar for separate discussion? I see none. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I promise to be really brief, but I did want to talk about item 12, the proposed stipulation. Consent calendars items 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11. Do I have a motion for that? So moved. Second? Second. Let's go to public comment, please. Madam Chair, we're checking if there's callers in the queue. Madam Chair, we have no callers in the queue. Okay, public comment is closed. Let's call the roll for consent calendar items 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11. On the motion to adopt the consent calendar as noted, Commissioner Finlev? Yes. Commissioner Flores Fang? Aye. Chair Lee? Aye. Commissioner Salahi? Aye. Madam Chair, with four votes in the affirmative, the motion is passed unanimously. Okay, let's go back to agenda item number 12, which is the proposed stipulation I had a couple of quick questions, and I'm happy to go unless Mr. Ford wants to say something first. Uh, no, not, nothing for me. Um, so I have no concerns about this at all. Good work. I just had a couple of specific questions about the memo. Um, one, I noticed in the mitigation section, you credited the respondent for cooperation 
and you listed as one of the cooperation, I guess, that you amended the filings at issue. I don't see that as a sign of cooperation. I see that as what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so I don't think in the future we'd want counsel to say, hey, my client should get cooperation credit because they rectified their improper filings. I'm not at all questioning the outcome here. I'm just noting that as a issue for me. Basically, they're just complying with the law as is. Um, one other question about the penalty amount. As I understand it, it's either up to 5,000 per violation or triple the amount not uh, disclosed, I guess. So does that mean in this case, it was either between one and 5,000 or 900,000 or whatever the amount was, but there's no basically in between the 5,000 cap and triple the amount not disclosed? Essentially, the charter allows for the penalty be, like you said, up to three times the amount that the respondent failed to disclose, which in this case, the respondent failed to disclose approximately $1.5 million. So three times that would be a very large amount, clearly not appropriate for this case. But that just sets the cap. Um, okay. The penalty could fall anywhere in there. Uh, but obviously, you know, I, I think this is what's appropriate. Something up in the uh, six-figure and above range it would not be appropriate in this kind of case. Um, we chose to include all of the violations within one count. Um, this could have been broken out into multiple counts, um, but because he did end up filing the forms and in the interest of trying to move this case along, we decided to collapse all those violations into one count. But even within that one count, it could have been anywhere up to three times the amount that he didn't disclose over the five Form 700s. Got it. So it's up to 3,000. Sorry, up to three times. There's some flexibility there. Correct. So here, in effect, we have the kind of the maximum statutory cap for one count, the 5,000 max, but not the max alternative, alternative of three times the amount. Um, I would have been comfortable with a higher amount, given the amount of not disclosed money. Uh, I think 5,000 um, is pretty, well, I would have been happy with a higher amount, but I think this is a great case, nice work. Um, so thank you for all that. And, um, those are the points I wanted to make. Okay, that's very helpful feedback, thank you. I move to, any other comments from my colleagues? I move to accept staff's recommendation on item number 12. Second. Okay, let's go to public comment. <clears throat> Chair Lee, we're checking if there's callers in the queue. Chair Lee, there's no callers. Okay, roll call please. On the motion to approve the stipulation, I will now call the roll. Commissioner Finlev? Aye. Commissioner Flores Vang? Aye. Chair Lee? Aye. Commissioner Salahi? Aye. Madam Chair, with four votes in the affirmative, the motion passes unanimously. Okay, thank you. Now let us go to agenda item number 13, which is discussion and possible action on Ethics Commission draft annual report for the fiscal year and in June 30th, 2023. This item was continued from our November meeting. Uh, Acting Director, um, if I could know. Madam Chair, I can give you a brief update on this item. Uh, so uh, the commission is required to issue uh, an annual report per our bylaws at the end of, a, after the fiscal year ends. Um, and typically, we try to do that soon after uh, June 30th, which is when a fiscal year ends. This time, due to certain hiring priorities, uh, we start a little, little later. Um, so we uh, presented a draft version of our annual report in the November 9th commission meeting, um, which was, again, continued to a later meeting. So it's, it now appears on uh, this agenda. Um, 
the version that you see here is slightly different from the November 9th version as we made continue to make a few improvements. Uh, so I look forward to any feedback that you may have, um, which I can incorporate and bring back in the next meeting um, if the commission feels that uh, the report can be adopted as presented. Uh, we can finalize this and publish it. Thank you. I candidly have not had a chance to look at it, so if it's not required by today, I prefer to wait. But from looking at it the prior session, well, I guess that's the question. It sounds like there's no requirement to do it today, right? That is correct. But to Chair Lee. I thought um, we had this item on the November Prior to November, we had already the record, and I thought there was some notifications that if anyone has any uh, comments or suggestions, so let me let you know by a certain date. Uh, so I did that, and I, I assume other commissioners had taken that opportunities as well. So uh, yes, we we were sort of late, but. Um, just want to get this done by the end of the year, uh, if possible. Uh, do you have any specific concerns on this report? No specific concerns. Um, if it's important to move it today, I'd fine with that. I'm not sure I saw the current version in the exhibit materials that were handed out at the meeting today. Maybe I just missed them. Um, but if there are no dramatic, did my colleagues have them in your packets? I saw the item. Yeah, there was no red line or anything, but. Fine to move it today if that's uh, the chair's preference. Okay. Okay. Second. Public comment, please. Madam Chair, we're checking up to see if there's callers in the queue. I'm sure there are no callers. Okay. On the motion to approve the report, as noted, uh, Commissioner Flores Fang. Aye. Chair Lee. Commissioner Salahi? Aye. Chair, or Vice Chair Finlev? Aye. Madam Chair, with four votes in the affirmative, the motion is passed unanimously. Thank you. I, uh, agenda item number 14, discussion and possible action on items for future meetings. Any? I, I'd just like to revisit um, some of the proposals made by the other commissioners about certain presentations to be made. I think in the past, I, I was wondering what the status was on those and whether we should be expecting. I know you guys have been very busy, but just wondering about the timeline. Uh, one of the items that came up in prior meetings was a presentation on the lobbyist program. Uh, we're currently looking at planning that early uh, next year. February 1st is the lobbyist registration deadline. So we thought, you know, soon after that time frame, maybe more appropriate. We can give more current and um, uh, updated data. So that's when we're planning uh, that update. And there are other items too that we are, uh, we will be getting to. Great. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. I have one thought um, for the ballot measure that we supported. I think it'd be helpful to know at some point 
what exactly we as commissioners are allowed and not allowed to say, because I know there's a line between advocacy and just explaining the content of it. Um, so whenever you think that's appropriate, I think that could be a very short item, but it'd be helpful to have those guidelines in front of us. Sure. Sure. And that's also an item that uh, the city attorney's office can provide individual commissioners with advice on. Yeah, you know, that's a good point, and maybe that's a more efficient way to do it and not take up a meeting. So thank you for that. Madam Chair, we're checking to see if there's callers in the queue. There are no callers. Okay. Agenda item number 15, additional opportunities for general public comment. Madam Chair, there are no callers in the queue. Agenda item number 16, adjournment. Thank you. Everybody for this meeting, and I want to wish everybody safe and happy holidays. Until next year. All right, thank you, thank you. SF Gov TV, San Francisco Government Television.